Welcome, everybody, to How to Split a Toaster, a divorce podcast about saving your relationships from True Story FM. Today, you know your toaster likes movies, too. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Seth Nelson, and we have our holiday bonus. Pete, Andy, tell them what's going on. (laughs) The lawyer just threw the ball. Okay. Look, last year we did this thing where we had a great time uh, talking about movies over the holidays, the best representations or depictions of the law in movies, looking at just the kinds of liberties that movies take with the law and what gets it, what, what movies get it well and, and what movies could use some work. Uh, and so we decided to come back and do another fantastical exploration of moviedom as related to the things we talk about this show. And today it's all about divorce on film. And so I am here with my movies and Seth is here, presumably with his movies and our able uh, producer, Andy Nelson, about whom we speak often on the show, but never allow to speak on the show, is back with us to bring his movies, Andy, high. Hello, hello. Glad to be here and looking forward to uh, talking through these movies lists with you two. And Andy is the little brother I always wish I had. <laughs> it's like, no relation. <laughs> he even made me change my last name just to fit the role. Part of this show. <laughs> I, uh, I get very excited about this, but in, in particular, last time, like, I, I feel like Andy and I were on Team Ignorant. Like, we just, we pick movies that kind of make the law fun. And hey, Seth, now, I don't know. Miracle on 34th Street. I think that yeah. was a fine depiction of the way your law really works. <laughs> Yes, that, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Andy and I live in oh. fantasy land, and Seth had all of the chips uh, uh, talking about the law. This time, I feel woefully under-equipped because I, my parents have not didn't go through divorce when I was a child, and I have not been through divorce myself personally. So everything I uh, I see in the movies is, uh, uh, I'm sure, uh, true. And both of you have divorce in in your, your in, baggage. in our world somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. So, but here's the good news, Pete. I think next year for the holiday bonus, we do movies about podcasts, and we can see how many we have. And I feel like you and Andy will have all the chips because all the amazing stuff you guys do at True Story FM. So I, can't I mean, we might episode. be arguing over one movie. I can't wait oh, for that so uh, for that movie. Uh, I uh, who what, should we do? We, I don't remember how we did it last year. Did we draw straws? Did we uh, Rochambeau? Who goes first? I think I think we let Andy go first. Hey. He never gets to talk. He never gets He's to talk. always behind the scenes. You know a, why not? That's good. Let's I do like that. that. I, I like this. I like this. Uh, the plan. All right. So to kick things off, I'm going to go with a, a divorce film. Yeah. I mean, as as you've said. I am from uh, a, a divorced family, and my uh, parents got divorced when I was young. My dad's been remarried several other times since. And so, you know, seeing divorced families on film sometimes is an interesting experience to see, you know, how how real they feel. And if there was one film that kind of had an interesting sense of, like, wow, I, I, I sense a lot of the realities from my own life in kind of this story, it was Noah Baumbach's film from 2005, The Squid and the Whale. Uh, and it follows uh, two parents and their kids as the parents go through a big divorce. And uh, really, it's a lot of it is about the kids, uh, notably the older kid played by Jesse Eisenberg, as he kind of comes to terms with his relationship with his uh, with his father. So um, it's a it's a 
you know, I mean, films about divorce, you know, they're not always fun films to watch. This is one of those. It's uh, it's a little tough. But I yeah, it was a, for me, it was a bit of a punch in the gut. I really uh, found it to be a powerful one. So that's my first pick, The Squid and the Whale. Seth, what is what have you seen Squid and the Whale? I have not. And it's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a steal. It, it is not a steal for me either, though. It it was close. It's a it. Ugh. It's a back. I don't up. like divorce movies. That's my problem. I generally don't like divorce movies. So there's got to be something else. You guys are watching the wrong movies then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, open with my uh, pick, which uh, I feel like is for many years defined what divorce was actually like. For me, in my youth, the movie came out in 1989. So I was, uh, I had an older teenager when this came out in theaters. Saw it in the theaters. Remember it very well. It's full of people I like very much. Uh, I'm talking about the trio of uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, and Danny DeVito in War of the Roses. If there, it, <laughs> on if, my list. Yeah, there you go. If divorce doesn't get physical at some point, it didn't happen. That's, right. That's what this movie taught me. <laughs> Well, taking all joking because we don't joke about domestic violence, but War of the Roses is a classic divorce movie in all the craziness and how it just spirals out of control, right? Right. Right. It is well, a, I mean, the, the yeah. peak when they end on the chandelier together. I know. That's like, that, that's, I mean, it's because you're right. We don't joke about domestic violence. I don't see this as domestic violence necessarily. This is like domestic no. warfare. And I, I think right. there's, a dis, there's a distinct difference between It's the in the title. It's in the title. It's in the title. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So my first one is goes under the category of you can't make this shit up. Okay. <laughs> and that's how I feel a lot of my days are. Um, but it is with Meryl Streep or Streep, excuse me, and Alec Baldwin <sighs> who reunite after 10 years and it's complicated. Yep. Mm. It was on my list. Because that oh there you go. That <laughs> happens, right? Those yeah. hookups. Explain it. Explain it. Well, Pete. it's been a long time since I've seen it, but the way I understand it is uh, Alec Baldwin recently, er, he divorces. Okay, it's, it's between my, Alec Baldwin, Lake Bell, Meryl Streep, and I think it's just, it's, I think, and one other person, I don't remember who the fourth is person Steve is. Martin? I want to say Steve Martin, but I was it Steve Martin? Wrong. So uh, he, uh, Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep are dating, but they got divorced. He, he's, oh, they, no, got, they divorced. got divorced 10 years he, he ago. Now is with and they Lake reunited Bell. at a graduation. Yeah. Right. He's now with Lake and Bell. He's married and he runs into his ex wife at their kid's graduation and couple drinks in. Yep. <laughs> little memory lane. And there's some really funny scenes, like <laughs> when he's naked on the bed, and there's like they're on the screen, and then someone else comes in the show in in the scene, and it's some complicated compromising positions that are just hilarious. And it's the holidays, so everyone should laugh a little bit. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I wonder as we wrap our first round here, Seth, if there if you find other movies that are popular for the divorce crowd for like your clients do you, do you have like a list of movies or should we be preparing that list you know, today that you recommend to find the divorce I products? don't but you know what that's so interesting you say about creating a list cuz I have a list for everything mm-hmm. and the one thing I've never had a list for um is movies but my fiance always had a list for movies on kids I just saw your eyes get really yeah, big guys I know. yep 
Yep. Something I made happened. I just dropped Something the bomb. Happened. I just Why dropped the bomb on you. Why would you do that so you? subtly like that? Why would you tease <laughs> us like that? What is going on right now? Well, since the last time we had our podcast, I've become engaged. And like a good friend of mine said, you're engaged in what? <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, congratulations. That's fantastic. Seth, that's awesome. Thank you. A little holiday cheer, even though it's a divorce podcast, because as we all know, the leading cause of divorce is marriage. (laughs) So I'm going to tempt fate, you know, and give it a go. That is fantastic news. And I think uh, Andy and I, I I join Andy in saying, um, uh, long time coming. It's about time. Yeah, right. No kidding. It's It's, it's, it's been a while. It's only been 12 years. (laughs) So... I played the long game. We're in no rush here. That's right. You know? That's right. No hurry. So, that's fantastic. What huge news so, for a bonus episode. This is, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, All right. No kidding. That's great. So, Raising a glass. But to answer your question, I don't have a list, um, but I think I'm going to talk to her and see if she has a divorce movie list. And I'm going to see how that flies over the holidays when I bring that up. <laughs> sounds, sounds great. Just, sounds like a great oh, holiday. Perfect. Make yeah. sure they've just served dinner. <laughs> That'll be perfect. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you got for number two? All right, well, not to bring it down, way down, uh, after all that exciting news, but the next film that I, I have on my list, I mean, it's it's an interesting film. It's a non-linear, and it jumps between two points in a relationship. One, before getting married at the beginning, when everything is happy and things are great, and then the second part is several years into the marriage when things are completely falling apart and inevitably leading to the divorce that we all knew was coming. It is in uh, the 2010 film directed by Derek C. in France, Blue Valentine. And uh, if if you thought the last film I mentioned was a punch in the gut, this is the real punch in the gut. This is a, a tough one. But incredible performances by both Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling in the film. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, but uh, a good one. So that's number two for me, Blue Valentine. I, that was too, too sad to put on the list. It's just, right? Andy, like it's the holidays, <laughs> Andy. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. <laughs> and now everyone listening's like, now I know why they don't let Andy That's talk. Right. <laughs> Lock him back up for another year. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I, uh, uh, I, I didn't. I do have one gut punch on the list, but I tried to really rein it in a little bit with some of this but i my my second film is from just a year later 2011 and i can't remember andy if you and i have had a conversation about this something tells me that you don't like this movie but i i don't remember <laughs> um it is a story of a middle-aged uh, a husband whose life changes dramatically when his wife asks him for a divorce uh he goes about looking to rediscover his manhood with the help of a newfound friend jacob learning to pick up girls at bars and this is a perfect tie-in <laughs> Yes. Uh, play because the uh, the uh, hottie with the body is Ryan Gosling. That's right. Um, who just has a real corner on, on the market of divorce movies. Uh, but it stars Steve Carell. And I remember like feeling like, oh, Steve Carell, he's got some incredible range. Uh, this was this was sort of the these were the years where he was demonstrating a lot of stuff. And the movie, uh, if I haven't said it, is crazy, stupid love uh, with Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling and Julianne Moore in the principal role. Emma Stone is in it. Marissa Tomei is in it. Kevin Bacon, yep. who proves he is connected to everybody, uh, is in right. this movie. <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie, uh, I, but I, I think it is principally because every actor in this film is so wildly charismatic, even when they're down. Yeah. Uh, it is just, it, it's a lot of fun. It's got uh, a lot of heart and 
you know, deals with some serious stuff too. I mean, are we allowed to do spoiler alerts that these movies have been out forever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how does that work? Years, sure. So, but do, doesn't Ryan Gosling's character start dating Steve Carell's daughter? Yeah. That's the whole that's issue the, because yeah. Steve Carell, that's what's so yeah. funny. Steve Carell is looking for dating right. advice from the guy who's dating right. his own daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Without realizing yeah. it. I mean, mm. yeah, it all, it all comes to, yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it it kind of comes into that. Exactly. So. Such a fun movie. And we haven't talked about that, uh, but uh, absolutely worth talking about because it's you're, fantastic. You're movie. a fan, though. You like oh, it? Oh, 100%. Must be something yeah, I love else this movie. Love okay, it. good. All right. Well, I'm going with the lighter side, guys. It's the holidays. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> but Goldie Hawn, Bette Miller, Diane Keaton, the first Wives Club. I mean, come on. Kami about these amazing women who help their husband in their careers. And then as, you know, we stereotypically see in the movies and in life sometimes, you know, all get asked for divorce and the guys are all with much younger women and they just get even in a hilarious comedy in how they do it. And I just thought it was just a lot, whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. Yeah. And what a trio, like powerhouse performance, like led by those three at the top of the movie, you know, just, I mean, really strong. Absolutely. I, st- I I just feel like it is <laughs> it's one of those that makes you uh, like I, I always reflect people who write divorce movies have like there's a reason they're writing these storylines and and there must be some true story to all of these. Right. Some some writer had an experience where he knew that these people actually existed and that that satisfies me uh, to a, a great extent. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a, it's a funny one. I, I just, yeah. yeah. I, I always think that unlike Andy, who's like, yeah, let's just write the gut punch, like how it really is. I think it's harder to write a comedy about difficult subjects. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so maybe, maybe that's kind of where I'm, I'm going with all this, you know, yeah. I like it. I like, I like it. the harder road, Andy, you just go for the juggler. Low, low hanging fruit, Andy. Bring, bring an A game pick now. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Well, all right. For my next pick, <laughs> I don't know if I should do this one now. Is um, I'm I'm going a different route because you know I mean divorce happens all over the world, and in this particular case, I'm looking at an Iranian film from 2011. Uh, directed by Oscar Ferrati called A Separation. And uh, wow, what a surprisingly uh, powerful film about a, uh, a couple in Iran who separate and how hard that is in a in this particular society, the challenges that they go through with all of that, um, and also the fact that there is an uh, aging elderly father uh, with Alzheimer's that's kind of in the mix of all of it too. And it's just there's a lot of complexities. It's, it's putting a lot of issues uh, for the daughter, it just like in this particular society, something like this unfolding really like it takes a whole new uh, approach. And so, a separation is the name of the film. If I hadn't mentioned it, and it's uh, you know it's a really interesting story about divorce on that side of the world. So that is number three for me. Okay, that's not really a gut punch. We'll give him that it's one. Not, mm-hmm. No, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, it's mind it, expanding it, is what he just did. Yes, there you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was not on my list. So you got some points. <laughs> hey, there, look at that! Look at that! <laughs> Didn't Although quite I have a list laughs, of fifteen other Iranian divorce comedies that I'm excited to bring you all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to my fiance about that yeah, now too. List. We want to have categories of foreign divorce movies. <laughs> 
I uh, my my next pick is uh, decidedly on brand for me. I think it it is one of my very favorite movies. It's about a lonely writer, and he's just trying to get by. He's going through a, a divorce, and it's hard on him. And and uh, you know he's he's not a very social guy, and he happens to to meet a, a new partner, and that partner gets him through his days, wakes him up in the morning, walks with him on the beach and puts him to bed at night. They develop an incredible relationship. It just so happens that that partner is an artificial intelligence. Uh, I'm talking about her, uh, the Spike Jones film uh, in which Joaquin Phoenix is going through a divorce from uh, uh, Rooney Mara and falls in love with Scarlett Johansson in the form of a robot. And it is an amazingly good movie. Don't you dare disparage it. No, I just had no idea where you're going with that. Like, that was the last thing I was expecting to pop up on the list. <laughs> the robot. <laughs> I I feel like, you know, again, isn't this what divorce is like right now? Like you get a divorce and you're lonely and sad. And so you fall in love with Siri. <laughs> Wait. I don't know how, Pete, you just mentioned my fiance's name on the show. <laughs> I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, she does not want the spotlight on her. And that we can say girlfriend at the time, and now I said fiance, and now you just let it out to the world. You don't. Do, do, okay. When you try to get her attention, do you now say, "Hey, fiance"? <laughs> <laughs> Only if I want to be ignored. <laughs> well, I take it that's not a steal then from your reactions. I feel very good about that. No, that is not a seal. But I will tell you, the first thing in the trouble I had with my fiance Siri is that she wanted to be in a very open relationship. And I was a little <laughs> concerned. Gets to a principal point in this movie. What a, yes. a well-played comment. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> okay. I just thought this next one for me was great. Um, Jack Nicholson, Amanda Pete, Diane Keaton, Keanu Reeves, and Something's Gotta Give. And yeah. yeah, you didn't have I didn't that one, have Peter, it, did you? I didn't have it on my list, but I and, and honestly, this is just hearing you say it reminded me of the movie, and it's it's a worthy pick. Well, go ahead, explain why you think I'm so worthy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm I'm on a I'm on a Keanu Reeves kick right now with The Matrix Four coming up, and so uh, I've been watching a lot of interviews with him, and he's just such a wonderfully charismatic guy. But that movie, um, it, it captures a part in life that I think is is really fascinating, right? Because isn't he like he's on the the cusp of being. Uh, like a senior citizen, and that really plays on his relationship with, um, with women. And yeah, well, that's yeah. what Jack Necklace is, right? He's the older guy dating the younger women, and then like all these other people come in, and like Diane Keaton, who has you know visiting. Her. And what happens is, is Jack Nicholson is dating this young woman, but then they're at the beach house, and the young woman's mom comes in, who's older, and then that kind of happens, and. Keanu Reeves is the doctor that's kind of helping people through their health and it all this love triangle starts but it's just and I guess what I'm kind of going for now that I'm looking at these me these picks that I'm doing is like not just like the gut-wrenching Andy when you're going through it but like what happens afterwards like we so focus on the now yeah, yeah. right when we're going through divorce you're just trying to breathe and get through it focused on today you're looking backwards about what happened and I'm always trying to get people to look forward and you never know what life is going to bring you um, and all the craziness that might happen and how your views change. And I've had clients that will 
at the beginning of their case will be telling me something and they truly believe it. In their heart of hearts, in their minds of minds, they believe it. It's their core. And then six months later, that might change. Yeah. And they'll, and so I just said, like, things change. They're shifting sands. We grow, we learn, things happen to us, we view things differently. So just always kind of keep that in mind. And that's kind of what these movies are for me is when you're years down the road or you're only dating a certain type of person and hey look you've dated that same person a thousand times and it hasn't worked out maybe try something new right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that that's what i felt about that movie well and you managed to pick uh one of the members of the uh hollywood divorce movie industrial complex now you have two movies written by nancy myers on your list it's complicated and directed by uh written and directed by uh it's complicated and now something's got to give and looking at the posters i think they even use the same font (laughs) (laughs) Nancy Myers is a director who has uh, a number of other divorce films under her list so we'll see if any of those pop up it'd be interesting all right so that takes us is it my turn again already already my turn I think oh it's your turn yeah Andy's turn turn. good 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 I'm so sorry I'm so sorry (laughs) backing away from the mic I mean I I like what Seth had to say uh, about the the whole idea of when you're uh, kind of post-divorce and trying to take a breath and figure out how to move forward, because it fits in so perfectly. Uh, This is a story about four women, uh, and one of the reasons that I also picked it is because they're from Phoenix, and, you know, that's where I am. And, uh, you know, this is uh, a a story about them as they kind of end some relationships and try to move on and figure out what's coming next. It's directed by Forrest Whitaker, starring a fantastic cast, Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine. Leela Rashawn, Dennis Haysbert, Michael Beach, Gregory Hines, uh, Donald Faison, McKelty Williamson, just an awesome cast of people. It is waiting to exhale. And uh, if uh, if you one of the one of the great iconic moments from the scene or from the film is when Angela Bassett, uh, when she's uh, going through the or the initial phase of realizing that her relationship is ending and she sets fire to her husband's all of his clothes in his car and that image of her standing there staring <laughs> at the car burning <laughs> just it's just classic classic it is classic it is so the, classic <laughs> i knew it was a steal <laughs> yeah that's a great movie i know yeah, it so good and the only thing that ever makes me sad is that part when she like all of it's on fire unfortunately i've had cases like that where they've <sighs> literally lit their party's stuff on fire and here's a little thing to know check your local (laughs) jurisdiction (laughs) always got to get that in (laughs) there's a difference on what you can be prosecuted for or not depending on whether you light your ex's stuff on fire in your front yard or the backyard (gasps) wow wow really who would have thought mm-hmm that's check your local jurisdiction. <laughs> can you can you give me just off the right off the dome an example of something that I could legally light on fire in my backyard that I can't light on fire in my front yard? It's not about the item, it's about the location. Oh, okay. And I learned this when I was dealing with a case and I don't know if that it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's still fantastic the, the law, but um that's crazy. I mean, I tell clients all the time, you can break into your own house. They're like they changed the locks. I'm like, is there a pot on the front stoop? They're like, yeah. I'm like, throw it through the window. And they're like, what? I was like, <laughs> it's your house. You can, it's your house. You can break your window if you like. Oh, <laughs> you know, I don't do it in the middle of the night to disturb people. But but is there you know, like when they're married? And this is an interesting question about that. If 
like our spouse's clothing considered like communal shared property, even though obviously one set of clothes is for one and one set of clothes are, is for the other. Well, don't don't disregard the cross dressers there, Andy, I, and making those hypotheticals just, and assumptions. <laughs> you know, I, so yes, I mean, or is there going to be issues if you like? Oh, he she took my um suits or. Yeah. You know, he took my shoes or whatever the case may be. The bane of our existence, other than discovery and all those paperwork that we have to do, is when parties are arguing about personal property. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hmm. the amount of money you're going to spend, just go buy new yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, so, yeah. So, but it happens. Yep, right. All wow. right. So, okay. be careful on those Christmas gifts that you give. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Wow, I'm glad I'm not done with my shopping. Uh, Okay, Uh, my fourth pick. I'm so glad that I was able to get this in. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to do it when Andy picked his first movie um, because (laughs) this this is my gut punch movie. Oh, yes. uh, Released in 2019, and I found it absolutely crushing. Uh, It turns out that the AI in her was a real woman after all. Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver, in Noah Baumbach's film, Marriage Story, uh, that really documents in an incredibly clever fashion the dissolution of a marriage in favor of the family as it, as in an effort to, to stay together after, after it. And I found it so, oh my God, it was just heart-wrenching, uh, this movie. It was incredibly well-written. Uh, the performances were just stellar. Uh, totally believable for me. Uh, and also believable as it fell apart. Uh, so I, I thought it was a great movie. Is it a steal? Tell me it's a steal from somebody. It was almost on my list, but it was so gut-wrenching, I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the other Noah Baumbach. I didn't want to run two of them, but... Uh... Well, good it gave pick, me though. a chance to get two Scarjos in there. So I had that as a backup just in case. That's a good one. Yeah. So good. See, I feel like Andy is like has all these backup movies in case like we say one of his. Oh no, believe <laughs> me. Know. I've been working with Andy a long time about movies, and his backup <laughs> list is 150 strong. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a few. There might be a few. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm just gonna say it. Under the Tuscan Sun. Yeah, another another getting a groove back movie. It's all about getting your groove back for me. That's what I'm always talking to people about. But and I also just thought the change of like location and what are you trying to accomplish here and where are you and and how everything can be new and different was just really great. And the scenery is phenomenal. And it's like you just said, Pete, getting your groove back. That's what I'm talking about. Simple for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I've never seen it, never seen that one, but I love Diane Lane. Yeah. She's just always awesome. It, well, it's lovely. And, and you know, they say this, this is a tropey thing to say, but I'll say it. Like the, the setting is the character in the movie. It's so gorgeous where she goes. It's, it's so, beautiful. so beautiful. The cinematography is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah so. it's just a gorgeous film. Whatever you think of that, just parading through these landscapes is stellar. Yeah. All right. Is it time for the final picks? It's time for the final picks. I think I'm out of movies because I had a, there was a couple steals there. Oh no, that must fill you with such shame. <laughs> oh my god, I have to. 
<laughs> I have to get on and uh, talk to Uncle Google here real quick. I don't know what's. Uh, <laughs> well, we could call this our bonus round then. How about that? There you yeah. go. There okay. You go. All right. So for my uh, bonus pick then, uh, Pete, you know I love this movie. Uh, we've talked about it on our show, uh, The Next Reel. Uh, this is a, a comedy. And just, you know, for me, it's like, here we are. I'm going light. I'm going uh, with a lot of levity. Some might say it's, it's over the top insane levity, uh, but it is a film I loved pieces. It is so flippin' funny, and it is because Melissa McCarthy, newly divorced, <laughs> goes back to college with her daughter <laughs> and joins her in the sorority. It is Life of the Party, directed by Melissa's husband, Ben Falcone. This is uh, just one of the funniest movies, and there are at least two scenes where I am in tears laughing. Uh, it is just so funny. Um, so, the big favorite uh, of mine, it is Life of the Party. <laughs> Okay. I, you win with that pick. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Seth, have you seen it? Yes. First off, any time that an adult goes back to college with their child, yeah. I'm in favor yeah. of. I, I can't tell you how many times I've told my son, who's now just starting as a junior, to think about colleges and where he might go. And I, I say, you know, I've always wanted to study that as well. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And he, you know, as I always like to say, I am the rock on which he sharpened his wit. He looks at me and says, Dad, you can't get into the schools I'm applying to. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I say, good luck paying for them now. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. That's fantastic. So funny. So funny. <laughs> it's a great movie, though, Andy. That's a great pick. And it's not a gut punch, so I'm That's really right. pleased. I had to get one on here that wasn't going to destroy <laughs> yeah, <there's> people. <laughs> well, I, and I'll, I'll end with my bonus pick that isn't, uh, isn't as much of a gut punch uh, either. Uh, this is a, it's actually a remake of, of a movie that was, um, I, I don't remember where it was made originally the the director is sebastian lelio um this is uh, the original film was called gloria this is the 2018 film gloria bell and it's another getting your groove back movie it's uh music and uh you know it's a, a woman in her middle age just going out and having a good time and trying to rediscover herself sexually and uh who has fault with that plot at all. Great use of music. Amazing, amazing cast. John Turturro joins uh, Julianne Moore as, as Gloria Bell, John Turturro, Michael Sarah, um, uh, Brad Garrett shows up. <laughs> Brad Garrett. Everybody loves Raymond fame. Uh, love Brad Garrett. He's very funny. Gene Triplehorn. Rita Wilson, uh, who I think was in another pick. Was she in It's Complicated or something? Yeah, it's give. complicated. Anyway, it's yeah. complicated. Um, it, it is. Uh, and Sean Astin is in oh, this movie wow. as well. It's fantastic. It was produced by one of our very favorite people, Pablo Lorraine. And uh, so I think it is a worthy entry into the list. Gloria Bell, if you haven't seen it, it's a lot of uh, fun watching Julianne Moore get her groove back. Nice. And you won't be surprised to know in the climactic scene of the movie, they do play the song Gloria. So that apparently <laughs> is. And by the end, if you don't want to dance with it, you know, then you're you're not wired right. Wow. Something's awesome. wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So Seth, did you come up with something? Did Google give you Is that it? No, I <laughs> I, I decided I was gonna focus on what you were saying and not do Uncle Google. Um, <laughs> okay. I felt like that would not be uh right to kind of cheat that way. But oh. um I gotta tell you, 
I can't thank you both enough for Andy, all the hard work and behind the scenes stuff you do for the toaster and producing and absolutely Pete always keeping me honest when we're uh, on the show talking to our guests. And uh, I would like to share with you a couple things that I've heard from some people. Oh, outstanding. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Uh, recently was told that um, really loved the show. Um, learning some things and have stepped outside of my comfort zone and reached out to a divorce group to meet new friends. Wow. That's That's really great. Yep. Yep. So I was told that and it was told that I was allowed to share that on the show. Um, Had some other people. um, I think we talked about, we we haven't talked about on the show, but there was that uh, amazing review about listening to the show and talking about how to talk to your lawyer and save money. Hmm. So that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, and we had a really nice review on that. I uh, got some other um, people that are, are are diehard listeners, some of which, one of it is a former client who says, I listened to that show and it's great, Seth. And Pete is awesome. And I'm like, what are you doing listening to this? You're done. She's like, I just, You're done, she's man. like, I just, right. And she goes, I just think, I think you guys are really funny. Oh, um, that's nice. And so that was very, very kind of her. Um, so we've gotten some nice feedback and I just thought I'd share that during the holidays. That's really and nice. if you're out there and you're going through a divorce, it is perfectly okay. It is perfectly okay. To get some popcorn and whatever you want to drink and go watch a movie by yourself and realize you're not going to be interrupted by the kids or sit next to someone that you don't really care for anymore. And so go enjoy the movies, enjoy your holidays, enjoy the time that you might have to yourself because you don't get those moments back. And I would encourage people to try not to think about what you don't have or who's not next to you or your kids aren't there with you, but that you get to enjoy this time. For yourself and do all those things that you might not have had time to do when all other people were around. That is a lovely way to wrap up this and this season and this holiday uh, this, as we enter into uh, and explore this holiday season, whatever stage of the divorce process you are, are in. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We deeply appreciate you uh, for participating in this community. All of the movie picks will be in the show notes in your podcast app or on the website at uh, nelsoncoster.com or at truestory.fm. And um, we hope that you find something to laugh at if you you're like me and Seth, or if you're just in for a torrential cry, you could watch Andy's movies. Any one of them. It's right. great. Hey, uh, Andy. And we, yeah. listen, we, we don't give legal advice here, as everyone knows, but if you do have any legal questions or any questions at all in your life, yes. feel free to ask my fiance, Siri, and we'll just go from there. <laughs> I thought you were going to be serious about it. You can ask us questions, too. We're collecting questions for our next season. Just go to the website. There's a button that says, ask a question, and it'll go right to us, and we'll queue them up to knock them out. Uh, as we gear up for next season of the show. We're taking a little break for some weeks here as we uh, navigate the holidays. We'll have some older episodes we're going to queue back up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, So enjoy your holiday, listen to some reruns, and uh, we'll see you in 20, dear God, 22. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) On behalf of Seth Nelson and Andy Nelson. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. We'll catch you back here next year, right here on uh, How to Split a Toaster, a divorce podcast about saving your relationships. Seth Nelson is an attorney with Nelson Coster Family Law and Mediation with offices in Tampa, Florida. 
While we may be discussing family law topics, how to split a toaster is not intended to, nor is it providing legal advice. Every situation is different. If you have specific questions regarding your situation, please seek your own legal counsel with an attorney licensed to practice law in your jurisdiction. Pete Wright is not an attorney or employee of Nelson Coster. Seth Nelson is licensed to practice law in Florida.